What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast, a uh, weird edition of the podcast today. Uh, you know, it's always we've had a kind of a few of these moments in Denver. I don't want to say recently, but fairly recently, right? Like when Peyton left and retired. Uh, you know, for Rockies fans, I'm sure the Nolan trade, and then today you have. Von Miller being traded and and at first you know when you think about it like I know both of us a couple podcasts ago we were on the the boat of hey when you get to the trade deadline sell you know be sellers of everything but when it actually happens it still kind of like hits you like wow like Von Miller's no longer a Bronco and I, I saw the Rams tweet out a picture of him in their uniform and it's just it's just weird already um it's, I'm, I have mixed feelings about it because obviously for the direction of this franchise, I think this is where they needed to go. And they're about five years too late on this. But it's, it's weird when you see a player that's so ingrained in your memory as a Bronco. Like I can only imagine how it was for Colts fans seeing Peyton go into a Broncos uniform and play for the Broncos. Like you can only think of that guy as one sort of team type of player. And... He gets traded today for a second and a third. Denver's going to pay the majority of his salary for this remaining year. $9 million of, I think, of the 9.75. He gets traded to the Rams, obviously. Um, but in a in a larger scope view, right, Super Bowl 50 MVP, seven-time All-Pro, eight-time Pro Bowler, uh, unanimous 2010s All-Decade Team Selection, 2011 rookie Defensive Rookie of the Year. Despite how... Maybe I have felt, I don't know if you have felt, but how I have felt about Vaughn these past few years in that I don't think he's necessarily given his all 100% every single play. Um, And, you know, he hasn't been the same guy. He's going to go down as one of the greatest players in Broncos history. He's a Mount Rushmore player. He's probably the greatest defensive player this team has ever fielded and drafted. Um, I just saw the fan put out a poll of the four draft picks between Outwater, Shannon, uh, TD, and Vaughn, who's the greatest of all time out of all those draft picks. And I, I can't put anyone over Terrell Davis because he changed everything for the franchise, you know, taking John and that team over the hump. But Vaughn is definitely two, in my mind, um, the figurehead of a, of a defense that will go down in history as one of the greatest and single-handedly what he did in the Super Bowl, destroying everything. It sucks, in a sense, as a fan... You know, you don't want to see these type of players leave your team. But it's rare nowadays that you see players in any sport finish their careers with just one team. It's a it's a mixed feeling day for me. I'm happy for the direction of the franchise because I think this is ultimately the right step. But when you think about Vaughn and what he's meant to this team, community, fan base, it does kind of suck. Uh, Man, I... <laughs> I've been waiting for this day for uh, for three years, so I I feel like I've said my goodbyes uh, three years ago, two years ago. So this is very different for me than it is for most Broncos fans. Um, obviously, he's gonna go down as, like you said, one of the greatest, probably the best defensive player in Broncos history, um, right there with Champ. Uh, but Champ didn't win a Super Bowl on his own. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I think Vaughn goes down as probably the greatest defensive player uh, in franchise history, which um, which is crazy to think about. But I mean, there's a, there's a lot of really good defensive players that have played for this yeah. franchise. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, and watching his uh, when he was uh, being interviewed in the car, he mentioned Brian Dawkins. I was like, wait, he played with Dawkins. He played with a lot of great players. Um, he obviously mentioned Champ. Uh, Peyton, um, but it's it's you know I saw I saw the tweet and at first I thought it was fake, uh, and then when I realized it was real, I was like, wow, they actually did it. I I didn't think that they would do it. We joked about it on on the last podcast. Uh, now does this mean? Uh, look, Vaughn was a great player. Uh, this was two years too late. They could have I tweeted this out earlier. They could have got a first and a second. Uh, probably three years ago. Uh, obviously, the benefit right now, uh, well, it helped that the Rams are doing something that I don't think any team has really ever done, and it's just saying screw draft picks. Uh, so they kind of got lucky uh, when you know there's a team because if this is any other normal year, there's no way in hell they get a second and a third. There's no way. Uh, I think at best they could have gotten a fifth in any other year. It just so happened to be a year where the Rams are just saying, nah, <laughs> screw it. We're uh, we're just going to go all in for this year, and we're going to suck for the next three, four years. Um, which, hey, good for the Broncos. You got you to gotta take advantage of, um, of a team like that. And good for Vaughn. Good for the Rams, right? Uh, hopefully... I think that they come out of the NFC at this point. I said, I, I mean, I said this before, you know, right after week one. I think the Rams are are going to the Super Bowl, and I think the Rams win the Super Bowl. Um, that was before Vaughn was there, and and now it's he gets to do what Demarcus Ware did for for the Broncos in Super Bowl Fifty, right? He gets to be that uh, that other piece. Uh, he's not in his prime anymore, but. He can he can win one on ones. He's not a guy that can take the double teams anymore like he could in you know 2014, 2015, and 2016. But he can win one on ones, and we've seen that this year. He can win one on ones. Uh, so now you you have him, Aaron Donald. Uh, their other pass rusher who has six and a half sacks, I believe, on the year. I I can't remember his name right now. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Really- you got Jalen Ramsey on that team. Yeah, that's that's a great team. And uh, they got the one guy that knows how to get to the other guy that they know they will have to go through, and that's Tom Brady. And historically, Vaughn has had a lot of success against uh, Tom Brady. So they went out and got the one guy who is kind of the kryptonite for the other guy that they have to beat and they have to go through. So... uh. Great for Vaughn, great for the Rams, and uh, hopefully great for the Broncos. I'm not ready to say it's great for the Broncos. I'm not, because I don't trust them. I don't. Uh, I don't trust that they will fully go into a rebuild. Um, I don't trust that they will build a team the right way. Um, I don't. I don't. And and trading Vaughn today does not prove that um, at all. So... We'll see what happens, but until proven otherwise, the Broncos will continue to be the second worst franchise in in the NFL right now, 
And um, hopefully they start making the right decisions. And I mean, that's a fair stance to have. Um, I think I'm a little bit more optimistic. Like I still know they have to hit on the picks. But to me, this is at least a step. And, you know, at least we're taking a step now. Whereas in the last regime, they didn't even want to realize what was going on. They were just oblivious to it. They, they purposely ignored it. They, did, they wanted to be naive and not even recognize, okay, we should probably tear this thing down. At least Peyton was through nine games, eight games, however many games we're in now. He's well, like... Look, I, 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 look, trading Vaughn does not mean that they're tearing things down. It doesn't. Because the way I look at it, they just won a game where the defense played great without Vaughn Miller. And last year, they were a top 10 defense without Von Miller. So this is what I'm afraid of, okay? I'm afraid that they see Malik Reed and they say, well, that's Von's replacement right there. And if this team's going to offer us a second and third round pick, we'd be stupid not to take it. Does that mean that they're going to go full on rebuild? Hell no. No, it does not. It does not. Because they can take the same defense, bring it back next year, and they can go out and get Mitch Trubisky if they want to. I do not trust them. I, 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 and I will not trust them until, until everybody's gone. Well, that's fair. I mean, they they've, haven't built up a reason to trust them. But I, I do think this is the start of something that's changing. Um, I'm giving them a little bit more of the benefit of a doubt because I think there's a, a guy that's different at the helm. I understand John's not completely out of it. Uh, but I don't think Vic is back, despite his comments, which <laughs> I kind of chuckled a little bit when they asked him about Vaughn's trade. He's like, yeah, me and me and George were having conversations about this as the trade got closer, and we were both in lockstep. And I'm like, mm, okay, I'm sure Vic Fangio is not happy today that Vaughn Miller got traded. So I, I don't play in the card of, yeah, I was in on this the whole time. I doubt that. I think this was more of a situation to where it was like, hey, Vic, uh, if we get some good calls and a good offer, Vaughn's out of here. Not much you can do about it. I, I'm, I'm totally, I totally understand your point and where you're coming from. The Broncos still have to hit on the picks. I get that, but I think this is the start of realizing what you need to do and where you, where it needs to go. Now, I think they, there's a couple more deals that should be made. Um, I think the with uh, Derek Henry going down, Melvin Gordon going to Tennessee. If I'm George Payton, well, I'm calling they, they them. Just- they just signed AP. They're not going to trade for anyone. Okay, I didn't see that. I, I, I did see AP trending, but okay, that interesting. But still, I mean, if anybody wants Adrian, or, um, Melvin, I'm getting on the phones. Who wants him? Uh, the Saints losing uh, Jameis. You know, if they want Teddy back, who's familiar with that system, why not? Uh, like we said, Sutton, there's a there's a market for him. Go on ahead. Tim Patrick, have at him. No offense. Sure. No, it's, I'm, I'm it's, not saying it will, but I'm just saying I think this is the start of of realizing what has to happen. Now, will they follow through with it? I don't know. But I'm at least somewhat optimistic, more optimistic than I have been because I feel like we at least have someone who knows and feels the temperature of the room in the organization slightly. Now, I'm not saying that he's completely committing to this because like you, I, I still have trust issues with it as well. But... I think this was the start of something that could happen. Now, will they follow through? Who knows? But I don't think they make. An, they I don't think they make a single trade after this. I really don't. Um, I think this was more of 
they got way more value than they should have. And if they don't get those type of offers for any other player, then they're not going to make another move. They're not. They're, this is going to be the same team for the rest of the year. They're going to fall into six or seven wins. And I don't know. I, 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 really, I really wouldn't be shocked if Vic Fangio did not get fired. And, and the only reason why I say that is because of the ownership situation. Um, because we brought, you brought this up in, a, in the last podcast where now all of a sudden you fire Vic Fangio, you hire a new head coach, and then it's like, well, now we have a new owner. So I wouldn't be shocked if everything stays the same for another year and nothing changes until new ownership comes in. Which honestly might be the smart thing to do. Yeah. If we're, you know, if it, because if you, if you go out and hire someone and then a new owner comes in and the new owner is not patient, then you're going to totally screw up another uh, 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 rebuild. You're going to completely screw it up. So, you know, the, the Broncos organization is like, and this is why I say they're the second worst organization in the league. There, it's not just about going out and, and finding the right head coach and drafting a quarterback. It's not. It, it, it is that easy when you're a stable organization, but the Denver Broncos are not. They're a complete disaster. So I, there's just there's levels to it. And, you know, what, what would I, I – like, if I were running things, if I were George Patton, uh, <laughs> then <laughs> – um, you know, I would fire Vic Fangio. I uh, I would reset. I would I would trade Melvin Gordon. I would trade Cortland Sutton. I would trade anyone that uh, is worth a draft pick. Um, that's what I would do. And I would I would hire Kellen Moore uh, as the uh, as the head coach. That's what I would do. But and then I would draft Desmond Ritter. That that is as of right now. That is what I would do. Um. But knowing that that's what I would do, I know that's not going to happen. I, I know that's not what the Broncos are going to do. I, I I have a weird feeling that Mitch Trubisky is going to be the next starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> that's that is my uh, that is my uh, guess. If that happens, I I'm I'm not watching the Broncos. So I'm I'm just putting it out there right now. We're gonna have to go a full season without us covering the Broncos because I'm I would I would refuse to watch. Honestly, I don't think we'd miss anything, so it wouldn't matter. I'm I'm not <laughs> I can't I can't that's that's my guess. If I had to put money on it, that's what I if, if you said I could pick I had two options that or two guesses, right? Or out of two options I had one guess. The what the first option is the Broncos do the right thing. They fire the coaching staff, they go out and get a younger offensive uh, minded head coach, whether it's Kellen Moore or the OC in Buffalo, whoever, right? Uh, and then they go out and they uh, they take a shot at a quarterback uh, in the draft in the first in the top fifteen. Top fifth. I have to specify this. Top fifteen, not taking a you know a a, a guy who dropped at the bottom of the first round. No, 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 not that that does not count. Um, if you gave me that option versus 
uh, they keep everyone and they go out and get Mitch Trubisky and they just they're com- the, the reason why they traded Vaughn was because of the the offer that they got and that you know Malik Reed is really really good. Um, I'm good uh, and and they signed Mitch Trubisky. I'm going that route. That that's the route where I think 100% the Denver Broncos go. I'm not going to even acknowledge that because I don't want any parts of that. Um, I just, I think today, I think there's, there's reason, reason for some optimism. Just a little bit. Not a lot. Not a lot. Just, just a teeny bit. Um, but it is going to be weird not seeing 58 out there in orange. Uh, he is going to wear 40 in blue and I yellow. I mean, you haven't seen him much out there anyway. So okay. See, see really now, you didn't have to kick the man while he's gone, right? Golly. It's thank you, Vaughn. I mean, we don't get a Super Bowl without him. Um, th- that that is what you draft in the top five, top ten, four. When you draft that high, that's what those players are supposed to look like. That's what you're supposed to get. You're supposed to get a future Hall of Famer, a guy who's going to be a Ring of Famer in your stadium, a guy oh, whose jersey is going to be retired. I thought you were supposed to get a guy who uh, gets injured all the time uh, and pass up oh, the. See. Okay. Well, the the guy that just, will end up being in the Hall of Fame. Welcome to the uh, Behind the Semi podcast where Brandon just rolls over everybody. Just boom. Oh, there's the 16-wheeler. Just boom. Oh, there he goes again. Boom. Just rolling <laughs> over everybody. Goodness gracious. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if I'm building this team, I mean, I'm keeping Judy, obviously Javante, Anyone that's been drafted over the last two years. Um, uh, obviously, Justin's under contract, so he's going to be here regardless. Um, Pat Sertan, outside of that, so I'm building this team around. <laughs> it's those guys right there. And I think it's not sexy, but you got to build inside out. Build inside out. Trenches on out, both sides. That's where I'd go. Um, you get an offensive line, you get a defensive line, you're going to be a good football team and let the other stuff figure itself out. Um, obviously, you need a quarterback ultimately at the end of the day, but we see the teams that make it far in this league, the teams that are in the big game in February have really good offensive lines uh, Most for the most part. Now, we did see that Broncos offensive line make it in Super Bowl 50, but again, they had the outlier defense. Usually, you have pretty good offensive line, pretty good defensive line, one or the other, if not both. So that's how I build it. But Judy, you know, uh, Javante, Albert O, I like him more than Fant at this point. Um, Justin Simmons and and, uh, and Pat Sertan. And that, that's where I'm going. You know, Draymond Jones, those guys. We're going to be a young team. Hopefully this is the rebuild route. Unfortunately, it took us too long to, to get here. And I'm... I'm I, mean, I can't even say that we are here because, again, like you said, we don't know if they're going that way. But if this is the route it's going, it took us about four years too late to do this. Um, so you're going to add maybe, if you do it right, maybe another two years to that. And then you could be back. But we'll mm-hmm. see. Interesting day um, in Broncos country going forward. We'll see how the season goes. Uh, but, yeah, Von Miller, now longer, no longer a Denver Bronco, now a Los Angeles Ram. Um, How many more trades do you think they make? Um, oh, do I think they make or do I want I'm them saying, to make? Because that's I'm different. Saying, well, I'm saying zero. 
Um, I think I would lean more towards you. If I had to bet money, yes, I would think you're correct. Um, now, again, if it's me, I've said it a million times, I'm trading anyone that has value. You calling on a guy? Take him. You want Teddy? Take him. I mean, I want them to trade Bradley Chubb, but I don't think his value is great. But if someone came and said, hey, we'll give you a six for Bradley Chubb, all right, take him. I would throw a party. I mean, take him at this point. And, and listen, Chubb Bill can't control injury vending, issues. Like Bill our vending machines for a year, and you can have Bradley Chubb. I mean, injury, he can't control the injury issues. You know, that's just the, that's just the tale of some guys' careers. You know, unfortunately, it just goes that way. But you draft a guy at five, that's not what you want him to be. You want him to be what Vaughn is. So if somebody wants him, take him. You know, Malik Reed, I'm not saying Malik Reed is this, this stud player, but let him have a crack at it. Let Browning have a crack at it. You know, right. I'll, let, I'll, let them have a crack at it when you should now, because you should have let a guy have a chance at it in Shaq Barrett and you let him go. And what did he do? So, you know, it's, uh, I mean, that's, that's different though. No, it's not. That's no, different. it's not. That's, no, they it's they not. could not, they weren't going to keep him and they couldn't keep him. No, 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 no. They drafted Bradley Chubb. That's what happened. They, when they drafted Bradley Chubb, there was no way in hell that they were ever going to be able to keep Shaq Barrett. Right. They couldn't they, keep him, and they, they wouldn't keep him. They destroyed, they destroyed that relationship with, that, with okay. that draft. But did anyone foresee Shaq Barrett become what he came? Became, well, no, but, turned into? But, we, but we had seen that he can make plays, just like, by the way, we have seen that Malik Reed can make sure. plays over the last two years. Sure. And they, yet they they continue to be hesitant on letting him have a shot until now. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna poo on them for getting Bradley Chubb, and and choosing him, because coming out despite the injury issues, we, he was touted as this generational yes, talent. Despite the injury issues, no, you look. They knew that he he is who he was supposed to be. That who everyone thought he was going to be an injury prone guy because he couldn't stay healthy in college was he magically gonna get healthy all of a sudden maybe it was a bad it was a bad pick from the start yeah, it doesn't look great <laughs> doesn't look great at all in hindsight it doesn't um okay any other comments on on Vaughn before we call it on that no okay thank you Vaughn I'll say it if Brandon won't because he just wants to run over you with a semi. Um, There's nothing. Is I hope he gets. I, I'm glad that he can play for a real it, NFL it's, franchise. It's a win-win it's, for both parties. It's, um, it's fantastic to be able to watch him play for a legitimate franchise. So yeah. Von, congratulations, Von gets to play it, it, for a contender. Doesn't like you said. Doesn't have the pressure. They're they're taking players from you know the uh, the G League basically. And they're bringing them to bring them up to the real the real league, which is great. So good on Stafford, good on Vaughn. I hope they get it. They have a really good shot too. <laughs> but there's a team in Buffalo that that's gonna have a lot to say about that. I I think uh, I think the NFC Championship game is the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know. The, NF, the NFC is so stacked. Yeah, <laughs> the NFC is so good. It, it's Buffalo's it, not a slouch. Or, the four, I get it. The Buffalo is not a slouch. No, I, I, I understand that. But the four best teams in the league are in the NFC. Um, I think Buffalo is better than Tampa Bay. 
No. No. I think so. No. I think so. Them with the Rams, it might be a push, but I, I would take them over over um Tampa. Tampa's got some injury I, issues. I don't I don't I still don't trust Buffalo's defense. Not Buffalo's defense did play great the first four weeks, but look or five five weeks. Uh but look at the teams that they played. You know, so like but I, I mean, I, they're they're blowing teams out. They're not just handling business; they're blowing teams out. Sure, they're bad but teams. The, Ram, the Rams and Tampa Bay have actually done that. Tampa Bay just hasn't done it against the really really good teams, but they're taking care of business against the really bad teams. I'd also say they're better than Green Bay too, and Dallas. Uh, no. Buffalo, absolutely. No. Absolutely. The Cardinals, Rams, Bucks, and Cowboys are the four best teams in the league. No, no. no. I'd say Rams and Buffalo are 1A, 1B. Um, then I would put mm, t- healthy Tampa, then Green Bay, then the Cardinals. That's how I'd rank it. And we'll see. Yeah, I mean, they they killed the Dolphins. They beat Washington pretty bad. They beat the Texans. I mean, they 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 haven't played. The the first time they played an offense that looked like the so they they beat the Chiefs. They held the Chiefs to twenty, but the Chiefs can't score against anybody right now. Like they're a disaster. So you can't even call them a good offense. The first time they actually played a legitimate offense, they lost thirty four thirty one, and the defense got killed. They've played the Dolphins, the Texans, Washington, the Dolphins, and the Steelers. And a Chiefs team that's a complete disaster offensively right now. We'll see. They, they have not played anybody. I, and the one time that they did play a legitimate offense, they couldn't stop them. Rams and Buffalo in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. We'll see how, look, the, the Bills, um, oh my God, the Bills' schedule is such a... It's so ridiculous. They got Jacksonville, then the Jets, then the Colts, then the Saints, then the Patriots. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the defense, gonna, the defense is going to play great against all of those teams. You can only play who's on your schedule. Wait till they play the Bucks. The Bucks are going to go up and down on them again. All right, we shall see. And um, then after the after the Bucks, they got the Panthers disaster. Patriots again, not a good offense. Falcons disaster, and then the Jets. Really? Oof. Yeah, that is that is a cake. <laughs> they're gonna end up playing two legitimate offenses all season long. They got a schedule full of Weenie Hut Junior. Yeesh. Yeah, I I don't you, you, I I do not trust the Bills. I do not. I mean, that's I I would be with you if they were beating these teams, and I get it. They they lost to you know a good team. Okay, I get that, but they're. They're dismantling these bad teams. They're not beating them like the Broncos beat them, like 23 to 10. No, they're putting up 40 each time, almost. And these teams are scoring barely 7 to 10 points. So they're they're not only handling business, but they're it's doing what good. Super Bowl teams it's should do to bad teams. Sure, sure. They're, they're the best team in the AFC. I'm just saying, the NFC teams, those four... They're going to be, by the end of the year, they're going to be battle-tested. They're going to be ready to go. Because because anytime they play a decent team, it's a playoff game. The The Bucks right now, they've played 
several teams where it felt like a playoff game. So, I just... The Bills, it's one of those classic, like, super easy schedules. They're going to come in at, you know, 15 or 14 and 3, something ridiculous like that. And then they're going to... You're going to see a completely different team in the playoffs. I, I, I don't know. Utah I, Jazz? No, because... No, because uh, they're not that bad. But... Um, <laughs> Can't resist. I, 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 I love Josh Allen. It's not, you know, I'm not trying to hate on Josh Allen. I'm just saying I don't trust that defense. They got some really nice pieces on that defense. I like uh, Rousseau, uh, the rookie that they drafted. I like Hyde, uh, Tredavious White. They got some nice pieces. I'm just saying it's, it's hard to trust them right now. Whereas I'm seeing the Packers beating really good teams, I'm seeing Arizona beating really good teams. I'm seeing the Rams be, beating really good teams. Even the Bucks are beating really good teams. So, and, and look, the Bucks are super are the are the champs, and they've they've gone through hell with injuries too. So, if they get healthy, no, they're not better. They're they're definitely better than the Bills. So, that's all. I look when I look at the AFC, I just I just think the AFC is equivalent to what the Eastern Conference was like four years ago when like you had three teams that had like more than 45 wins that's the yeah. AFC right now alright we'll see hopefully Josh Allen proves you wrong um, but it's gonna be I a fun postseason hold on I love Josh no, Allen no, it I'm... sounds like you don't it sounds like you don't like him so that's fine though you're just you're just rolling over everybody with your semi today um, pick them you know, I'm I'm such a man of like integrity. Right, I'm gonna go ahead and hop off. And honor. Uh, uh, well, no, because last night before that game, right, I was gonna go up 13, but with the Dallas game, I remembered on the podcast I said if Dak didn't play, I was oh, gonna so go Minnesota. Okay. So because I'm such a man of great integrity, uh, right? Mm-hmm. I changed my pick, so I'm only up 12 now. Um, so if you, here, here's what I'm offering. If you'd like to, you know, no, call, you're not throwing in the towel. Are you sure? Nope. You, you can get out of this. Nope. All right. I don't even want to hear it. Just, you know, even though I'm, you know, I'm up 12, we, we are generally really good at this at pick yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're we 20 are. up, like, even though you're, you're 70 and 50, like that's well, you know what's funny is a lot of the games that, uh, that we pick, it, we pick it on Saturday, right? Yes. But then I go through a Sunday morning, and I don't text you to change my mind. Well, not usually, uh, for not for a lot of them. But I do end up changing them in other ways. And so, look, I look if it takes losing a ten dollar gift card to Crumble <laughs> to gain what I'm gaining uh, on the other side of things, I'm fine with it. It's fine. It's fine. I'm the same. We have to have like a little trophy that gets made. Because I'm about to go back to back. Um, I mean, at what point do we actually throw the towel for you? Like, do we continue to do this year after year? I mean, are you going to be competitive? I'm, I'm going for a sweep right now. All right. I'm taking care of home court. And, you know, I'm going to go into your home and I'm going to sweep it. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Can you vacuum too? <laughs> Maybe maybe with a box of crumble in one hand and <laughs> vacuum in the other. Give me my my full on energy. Um, okay, lastly before we go, uh, 
Did you see the Denver Nuggets new uniforms? Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. understand who designs our uniforms, but listen. That could, that could have been a lot better. I'm sure you're a nice guy, girl. No, they're morons. Team. But man, we're where's, struggling. Where's, where's my semi truck? Can we? They. They like I, I tweeted it. The the idea to like combine eras sounds good in theory, yeah. but when you mash it all together, like it looks like we're playing Tetris on the side of our it, uniforms. It doesn't help that the Nuggets franchise has gone to towards so many different types of eras. You know what I mean? Like like the Celtics <laughs> are easy. The Lakers are easy, right? Because they've had the same. We've color- had different shades of blues. It's it's Different a disaster. Shades of red. Yeah, so it makes it a yeah. little bit more difficult for a team like the Nuggets. I will say I really liked the Raptors. I really liked um uh man. Well, first off, I just want to say who's designing Utah's and uh and Phoenix's? They they they're, they're what they normally wear. Did no, I I that? think I think they unveiled um only a certain portion each year. So I think like last year, a certain amount of teams got theirs, okay. and then okay. because I was looking at Phoenix's, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen this uniform before, and they wear this already. So, yeah, okay. Okay, but so I think that, that's that, what they do. Okay, okay, I understand that then. Um, but yeah, some some of the other teams that they unveiled uh, were much much better. But I would also say say that those teams have had more consistency. So it does it does make it difficult. When you're trying to incorporate light blue and yellow with red and navy, like it, it's just, and and then rainbow, like it's just it's a disaster. So I mean, it looks like we're playing Tetris on on the sides of our uniforms. They've got the baby blue logo on the collar of it. I'm pretty sure, and yeah. then they have the pickaxe red and blue logo on the waistband. And I'm just like, what what are we doing? <laughs> what what are we actually doing here? Um, listen, the best uniforms they've created in my mind are the the two rainbow ones, the most modern ones, the black and the white. Make those the predominant ones, and let's call it a day. That's that's all we need to do here. We're we're overthinking this way too much. I think the black the black uniforms probably are the best uniforms they've had, in my opinion. Um, now DNVR Nuggets put out the. You know, all the Nuggets uniforms in the history and had people choose their top three. I chose the two rainbow ones and the Carmelo cursive ones. Mm-hmm. Those those are awesome, too. But, I mean, every other uniform... And I, I really like the 90s Nuggets uniforms. I know you don't really like them as much. I like those ones. It's and then like the, the, white, the white sleeve jerseys that they had for, like, one season. Oh, those were, cut the sleeves off. Those are really nice, too. I, yeah. I loved those uniforms. Yeah. Um... But then they did away with them. Um, it also didn't help that they, they – I don't know if you remember this. They dubbed those uniforms as the White Pride uniforms. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeesh. Yeah. That uh, bold, could be made. Bold strategy. Um, yeah. People don't know much about that. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty sure that's – The Nuggets back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's when the Nuggets weren't good. That might have been the Brian Shaw days at the tail end of it. So, yeah. wasn't great. But – yeah, I just a for effort, but ugh. Gosh. Well, like I said, it is hard when when you know the franchise has been a complete disaster as far as finding any consistency with 
logos and colors. So. Uh, it just, it just, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. And <laughs> you see Monte's face in the picture. He's modeling them, and it just tells you everything you need to know about these uniforms. Get me the hell out of here. They're like Monte smile, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not. I'm not smiling." Oh, here it is, smile, yay. Um, so yeah, I don't know when they're going to debut those, um, but it's probably coming soon. Um, you know, I don't like those Mile High City blue ones, but I would take those over these ones any day, and ten times over. Um, and I, don't, I hate those ones. I think those ones are just plain and ugly, but... That's what it is. Yeah. OKC's was really nice too. I want yeah. to find a picture of the all clean, of them. The clean white ones. Simple design. Um, I think Hoops Hoops Rumors or whatever Hoops Hoops Central has it. I think they tweeted it out. Um, the Hoops Central account. I think they tweeted it out earlier today. Um, all right. Fun day. Interesting day. We got a Nuggets game going on right now. Um, I'm not looking at the score because I'm going to watch that delayed. So don't spoil it for me. Or real quick. Uh, <laughs> don't don't spoil it for me. I don't want to be angry. All right, they got the Memphis, the Memphis. Right, well, you're gonna be gangry anyway, so doesn't matter. <sighs> well, that's true too. Yes. So speaking of that, that just reminded me the tweet of Faku kicking in a three point. Hey, hey, Faku, how about you shoot it regularly and practice that? Practice that. Instead, we're over here kicking in threes. Like, oh, ha ha, Faku kicked in the three point ball. Yeah, how about we just have him practice his regular three point shot because he's airballing one every game. Jermichael Green, hit a shot, please, this game. Please. Please. Michael, too. All right. I had to get that off my chest. That's going to do it for us today. For Brandon Stoll on the other side, I'm going to call him. Oh boy. It's not going to be a good night. Brandon. No, see, now you're going to make me look at the score. They're only down five. <laughs> oh, just, I really didn't think you'd look at it. Gosh, no. Well, yeah, because that made me angry, so I wanted to make myself even more angry by looking at it. <laughs> I like pain. What is the, the Chiefs are already up seven nothing with the ball? Yeah, there you go. Chiefs are back on. They're like the Avs, getting back on track. Just fighting oh through the struggles. That's what we're doing. Fighting through it. This is our get right game. Avs looking good. I believe we're. Um, Who the heck is Derek Gore? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm That's not sure. the Chiefs running back right now. Well, okay. hey, you want Melvin Gordon? You can have him. Send them, off, send them off there. There you go. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind helping the Chiefs win another Super Bowl. Well, I mean, they're not going to win. That that defense is atrocious. Atrocious. <laughs> let's uh, sabotage him. Let's be, you guys want Kyle Fuller? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, take him. Take him. Package deal. You want Darby, too? Have him. Have them all. Fant. We'll throw in Fant. Kelsey's getting a little old. You want Fant, too? Take them all. We'll take all that for a bag of Skittles. Yeah. No, one, one Skittle. I'll take a, I'll take a purple Skittle. Holy. All right. That's going to do it for us today. We thank you guys for tuning in. Special edition for Brandon Stoll on the other side. I am Stephen Priest Jr. This has been the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast. Yeah.